Well, hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community, mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is from the 2023 Fisher Poetry Gathering in Astoria, Oregon. You'll be hearing from Fisher poet Dennis McGuire of Port Townsend, Washington, with introduction by MC Elma Burnham. Dennis's performance was recorded at the Liberty Theater on Friday, February 24th, 2023. So, without further ado, here's Dennis. So, as an MC, um, <laughs> basically, Johnny B just like puts your name on a list and then you're the MC. And you would think that all this information comes to you before we press go, but really he's just like, yeah, great, good luck. <laughs> and everyone is asked to share their bio with the MC, and I just got one on a paper plate. And that is like the most fish camp thing I've ever seen at Fisher Poets. Like, I love it so much. So I'm excited to welcome up uh, Dennis McGuire, who's joining us here, um, originally from Ballard, grew up there, 40 years commercial fishing and diving, I will note. And um, he's living in Port Townsend now with Pat, his wife and navigator, who, have sh who share the captain duties. I love this, married 44 years, all of which on the water. Uh, McGuire wrote Ballad of Calypso. I don't know if we're gonna hear that tonight. No, but you can find it. And we're gonna welcome him here to the stage. Please join me. Thanks so much. Folks, let's try something different here. I'm using the electronic unit here. Let's try it. Anyway, don't forget to go down to the gear shack. Got me a new ray troll. <laughs> I got me a lot of ray trolls. Most of them are in the bilge, you know, they get all wore out and greasy, and, but I just keep buying them. Yep. Okay, let me see here. Oh, there, see, it already went away. Okay, what I'm gonna do is uh, tell you a story, a uh, true story, and um, I wanna give a shout out to uh, Gordon Lipscomb, if, you're out there in uh, Radio Land, and especially, because I think you are out there, Miss Jen Pickett. Now, I think she's out there somewhere. And McCarthy, I got a feeling. And I bet she's listening, so hi, Jen. Okay, because Jen and Gordon were part of this story. Uh, they were in the other boat that I was running with. So, that's where it is. And what it is, basically, a true story, I call it Hang Fire, which was the name of the boat, my boat, and then um, I kind of got a second, second title, is The Wave, just The Wave. Okay, so take the one you like. So here we go with it. How, can you hear me okay, am I good? Yeah, good, okay, here we go, yep. Boat's rocking, not too loud. Boat's rocking, boat's rocking, yeah. yeah. I'm getting on it, okay. Yeah, yeah. Boats rocking to refracted swells. In deep sleep, this fisherman dwells. Sweet dreams and make it a wish. 
I won't be cursing radio fish. Huge waves from a week full of gales, hang fires anchored tight to the egg island swales. Boats are pulling their anchors and idling away, waking this wore out fisherman to start a new day. Another cup of coffee is poured, then hang fires anchors hauled aboard. Radio fish, cursing myself for acting on a report yesterday of a big catch on the Copper River Delta. I wake knowing I'm breaking a personal rule. I never chase radio fish. Those fish have been caught. They're gone. I ignored my rules and ran the 80 or so miles across Prince William Sound. The tired mind does not recognize that a pattern or a series of bad decisions is progressing. Charging out the bar on an ebb tide with a storm swell running, very bad decision. By the time Hang fires anchors aboard and she's idling downstream, there's only one, hand, no, just a handful of boats in sight. Visibility is greatly diminished. The crashing ocean is creating a fog-like mist. Three boats ahead disappeared, turn east. There's just one boat left in sight. Blood rushes, the throttle has stepped up, bringing hangfire to maximum speed she can run in this rough water. One lone boat left in sight. In the corner of the mind resides a colonel of fright. Up on step, hangfire hops, crashing over breaking wave tops. Gotta catch that boat up ahead and ease this feeling foreboding dread. Mis mis misery loves company, they say. Exactly the same can be said of fear. A jolt of fear has hangfire pushing hard to catch up with the as yet unknown boat. When she closes within a couple waves, it is plain to see Miss Stephanie, written in blue across her stern. Ah, it's Gordon, a relief to see a, those powerful twin jets up ahead. Even better, an experienced fisherman to run with. The mind is quickly put at ease, and one gets down to the business of navigating and taking each wave, one at a time. The Egg Island bar is huge this morning. The tide nearing maximum ebb is at loggerheads with a storm swell left over from the week's previous weather. Hangfire holds her position, several waves astern of Miss Stephanie. The two boats ease out the bar, throttle back. The current carries them at a good speed. The throttle is pumped back and forth as the breaking waves stack up and grow in size. The bar is dicey. The waves continue to grow steeper, are closer together, and they're not running in a uniform manner. They're running confused with many standing waves, tossing Hangfire into awkward attitudes in which she is forced to make quick counter moves. It appears Miss Stephanie 
is suffering the same abuse. I hang, continue to hang back, giving Miss Stephanie room to maneuver as the waves continue to grow in size. Both boats are darting, weaving, being thrown as they make their way. I see Miss Steffi on the face of a wave, a very large wave, twice the size or better than what we had been dealing with. She appears to be standing straight up as she approaches its crest, which is just forming a respectable curl. At Miss Stephanie's bow, a steep rave rises. She makes a move that really surprises. A pirouette at the wave's curls. On the wave's face, Miss Stephanie twirls. Miss Stephanie's bow just kisses the crest when she does an exquisite 180-degree spin at the wave top. Hangfire dodges to starboard to avoid collision. Miss Stephanie blasts by Hangfire. In that brief moment, I see the reason Miss Stephanie was so abrupt in her escape. A very low white cloud stretches across the entire bar. The image is not real. That's not a cloud, it's a wave. Hangfire begins the ascent of the wave Miss Stephanie just flew off. The wave's steep. The crest begins to break. The throttle is firewalled. I crank the wheel hard to port. She slides around neatly on the wave's face. Then the damn thing breaks underneath her. Hangfire tumbles out of the turn clumsily, broadside down the back's wave side into the trough. Instinctively, the wheel's cranked hard to port excuse me, starboard, to keep from being rolled over outright. Just rolled over now. Goliath stands tall in Hangfire's path. On this tiny boat, he will vent his wrath. One great wave, one small boat, with a will to stay afloat. Hangfire faces her adversary bow on. White knuckles on both wheel and throttle. She hangs on the face of the wave. She had recovered from the fall and powered up the oncoming wall of water. Halfway to the top, she stalls, 20 feet or more from its crest. Her jet is digging in, full power, and a steady helm holds her position. She is sliding to starboard fast. Her frames shudder at the stresses. She cannot climb the wave. The, way, the wall she clings to is getting steeper as a heavy curl, a massive claw forms above her. Tons of water are about to topple, drive her under and roll her over. An instantaneous hard starboard turn is forced when Hangfire approaches 90 degrees. She narrowly avoids being pitch pulled backward into the trough. Buns over tea kettle, she avoids being flipped. Then into the wormhole, hangfire slipped. Down through the pipeline, hugging the wall, shooting down the gutter like a bowling ball. Hangfire dives into the pipeline. Inertia holds her tight to the inner vertical wall as she begins a hair-raising ride, sheltered from the cascading water while her speed accelerates down the tube. The helm is cranked over and held hard to port. 
This keeps her tight to the inner wall of the pipeline. There is the sensation of skittering along the face of the wave. Hangfire combines her to energy of her jet propulsion to the energy of the jet of the, of the the tremendous energy of the wave. She is a 30-foot jet ski in perfect harmony. She races along the inside of the waterfall at breakneck speed. The water tumbling off the top of the wave is clear of the boat. Hangfire is marvelous in her performance. The ride thrills. Fear is not present. It was left back there on the face of the wave where she bolted for the wormhole. Now, there is pure wonderment riding the pipeline with confidence like a professional surfer. Hangfire blows through the cascading veil, freeing herself from the jaws of the whale. Down the wave's face she traverses, captains at the helm, making up verses. Hangfire, yeah, why not make a poem? <laughs> Hangfire explodes through the pipeline, shooting down the face of the wave, outrunning the tons of water trying to bury her. She cuts through the course she cuts a course across the wave's face, traversing back the way she had come. She descends to the bottom of the trough. Her extreme speed carries her up the backside of the next wave, where she goes airborne in its crest, crashing down on its face. She is still firewalled as she slices along the down and down the face of this wave, where she meets Miss Stephanie. Miss Stephanie is powering in reverse, backing into Goliath, which is breaking all around her in a foamy mass. She appears steady as she takes the breaking sea stern on. Hangfire shoots past Miss Stephanie's bow into the trough, blasting up the backside of the next wave, over the top, down its face, and into the protected waters of Egg Island. Miss Stephanie blows by Hangfire, having bolted away from Goliath as it played out. Undeterred, she searches for an alternate route out the bar. Not surprisingly, she finds my old reliable track and disappears into the mist. Hangfire sticks to the trail and finds it easy going through small breaks to deep water. She cruises into a sunny blue ocean with a heavy rolling swell and no fish. Hangfire didn't catch squat for her trouble. Radio fish. A lesson's been pounded home this morning, and best be heeding its warning. When the mind's tired, needing a rest, time for making decisions is not the best. And by the way, if you leave those radio fish alone, you won't be cursing yourself all the way home. I choked my way through it. <laughs> okay, let me see here. I got one more. Um, this is not um, true, but in a sense it is because <laughs> it's a sense it's true because it's my impression of fishing the Copper River. I'll take you out to the river for a, a, a fishery and bring you back to town. That's what this poem does in my simple-minded head. Okay, here we go.
this old workhorse, the stall, she's a banging because the Cordova 500 saddling up for the hanging. A quarter million horses on bits they chomp. Now the 500's raring to romp. Crossing the flats on a high-strung steed, it's great to be a rider in the Cordova stampede. Out of the bars these ponies are pouring, a big minus have died. She's a roaring. The 500's looking for a big surprise when the hanging commences at sunrise. Fish and feathers is looking too, because they're hoping they're going to be hanging you, Jeff. <laughs> Couldn't help that. Now, where was I? Okay, okay, okay. Nets go whizzing off the boats. Water's a tangle of little white floats. Scuppers are running red with blood. <laughs> Fish are hanging in that river of mud. On top of a hill, the only soul looks around. He's not fishing. He went aground. Tide's coming back in a flooding fury. Nets go over the line in an awful hurry. Fish and feathers, there to pounce, taking every fish right to the last ounce. Bucking home when the hanging's done. We're bucking into the midnight sun to tell our stories and fish tales and how we frolicked in those galloping gales. Now Nellie's back in her stall. Fishing's all done because it's late fall. Waiting for spring, this salty steed waiting for that Cordova stampede. Thank you. That's all I got. That was Dennis McGuire, recorded at the Liberty Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Friday, February 24th, 2023. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by Brad Wartman. The theme music for this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. If you'd like to appear on or have comments about the show, please send an email to thefisherpoetryarchive at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Spotify, as well as Apple, Google, and Amazon. You can listen to our other podcast episodes, watch our YouTube videos, and join our community by going to thefisherpoetryarchive.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow, you winds westerly, westerly blow. 
We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes. 